clever for realising you don't have to pay $5 for great coffee. There is freshly ground coffee at 7-Eleven for just $1. Be coffee clever at 7-Eleven. Hello, good morning, how you doing? Ladies and gentlemen, Today FM Breakfast. Grant Denyer, Ed Cavalier and Ash London. Maybe it's a brand new day. Today, uh, a podcast, there is uh, Everyday Heroes in there and uh, a little... Everyday Hero! Everyday Hero! Was that JPY, John Paul Young? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think it might have been. I prefer Mariah Carey Hero or Enrique Iglesias Hero myself. And in the actual song, he does say yesterday's hero, but I see what you've done. You've given it an update. Take a look at me, I'm yesterday's hero. Yeah, that is a good song. Yeah. Uh, we also had a, an 11 year old kid who's raised over a million dollars for the farmers. Legend. You what know, has your kid done? Just kidding. You know what that kid makes me question? What I've done with my life. Ah, uh, you're right. Everyone's doing their best, guys. Oh, We're true. all doing our best. I did help Rural Aid raise $57 okay, million dollars yeah. last year. Yeah, but, um, I was just making a general. Oh, okay, like, right. <laughs> gotcha. Still good to know. Love you guys. Uh, have oh, a sorry. Pod. Oh, shit. <laughs> G'day, Sydney. Great to have you with us on this fantastic, fabulous Friday. I'm Grant Denyer, Mr. Ed Cavalier. And Ash London joins us this morning. G'day, you two. Yo, yo, yo. What's wrong? My headphones aren't working. What about those ones? My mic on? Yeah. Yeah. I can't hear anything. Ah, you're coming through beautifully as usual. (laughs) But it is a beautiful morning. I've had about my body weight in macadamia nuts. It's actually almost a healthy snack, but then when you have... The amount that I've had, I feel like I could have just had a Big Mac. You're on the how blueberries now, though. How many do you think you've had? Uh, how many do you think you've had? Ah, uh, fifteen probably. <laughs> That's all. Fifteen. <laughs> yeah, so I was about it, guys. But I'll go personality, so it's fine. Yeah, who cares? Let's How are you, start. MC? Uh, yeah, I'm good, mate. I want to give away some tickets to Arj Barker, though. I oh. feel like that's the right way to start off this morning. So, I love I mean, me some Arj. You want to see Arj Barker live this Sydney? He's coming to town October and November. You can book your tickets at arjbarker.com. Or if you'd prefer to win them for free, yeah, now is next. the time to call yeah. us on 131060. This game, it's super simple. That's all you need to know. So call us 131060. You can win them next. We're giving it to R&B Friday. Let's start by playing JT and TI, my love, today FM Breakfast. Let's get it. New category. All right, next category. How many categories? All you got to do is name three things in five seconds in a nominated category and you win tickets to see the hilarious, very, very, very funny Arj Barker live in Sydney this October, November. Good morning, Kelly from Preston. How are you? Good morning. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Mate, I'm Absolutely firing in all cylinders this morning, and I want you to go you well. You really are. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're revved up, aren't you? Love yeah. it. Yeah, that's what happens when you just love life, guys. You just dive right in. Just grab it with both hands and right, kiss it back, on the lips. Back to the game, so that's enough. Here we go. you got five seconds to name three bridges in Sydney. Go. Uh, Sydney Harbour Bridge, um, Anzac Bridge, and... Out of time. Oh, oh that's... you got the oh, two main I, ones. I, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, two. Bladesville. Huh? Yeah, Bladesville. Bridge. Bridge. Yeah. Yep. What's that one at the Shire? When you go to the Tom Shire. Tom Uglies. Oh, Tom Uglies. That one. Yeah. That's there one of my favourites. 
What's the burger place I like? Paul's. Oh, 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 boy. Why aren't we going to Paul's? Oh, oh you my. should go. Just, I've been day. to Paul's. Yeah, Bro, so I've good. been. Let's a regular. Good you stuff. see, you forget. I used to go out with a girl who lived in Cronulla, so I did a, I've done a lot of shy so time. Good. And the oh, chicken time. salt on the chips oh, as well. Gosh. I think Mama we have to mia. We have to add maybe Southie Sundays to yeah. our Westy Wednesday yeah. program. Same trip to Paul's. that requires working on a weekend. Hamburgers, man. Come on. True that. Uh, Nicole from Liverpool's up next. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning. How are you going? We're good, dog. Um, Granny's going to be quiz master, and hopefully you're going to win some Arch Barker tickets. Best of oh, luck. I hope so. Five seconds to name three fast food franchises. Go. Uh, McDonald's, Hungry Jack's, KFC. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Good girl. Yeah. Good girl. <laughs> you get about four seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite, Nicole? I can't eat any of them. Oh, <laughs> no. Anyway. oh no. Yeah, what? I pocketed yeah. an Porto last night. <laughs> which one? Uh, oh, whereabouts? No, no. Which burger? Eat? Oh, I had the Bondi burger. Not a double Extra Bondi? Chili. No, I looked at it and she tried to upscale me and I was like, dude, I've got a little tum-tum and I'm just recovering from oh, being yeah, crook. Been Come on, week, bro. Yeah. And no chili for me. I've already <laughs> lost everything at the back end. I don't <laughs> want to go I again. I used to go to the original Portos in North Bondi before it was a franchise and the, a Bondi burger was cheaper than a Big Mac and my friend... Uh, Alex lived above it, and he would. And every time we saw him, he would always smell of a Porto's. Oh, oh it was delicious! A delicious scent, guy. It was a handsome guy too. He did not struggle in Bondi. Um, sadly, Bro, Nicole, why you... are you licking my face, <laughs> <laughs> Nicole? You know unfortunately, why. you can't have a Porto or Maccas or anything. But you can oh. have these tickets to Arch Barker. Uh, forgot about Nicole. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> okay. Don't miss him. The hilarious Arj Barker live in Sydney this October and November. Book now at arjbarker.com. The Daily Telegraph revealing what, what's, what was their best article of the year revealed on Tuesday <laughs> that private investigators were getting happy endings to gather, to gather evidence <laughs> the City of Sydney, the City Council, then used to prosecute massage parlours in court for supplying sex without having a license to do so. Right. What a, so what you're saying is, what a job. So there is, <laughs> there was over 50 undercover sex missions <laughs> and the bloke, one of the blokes who got sent to go to these places and uncover these misdeeds yep. said, it's, and this is a quote from Brad, not his real name, because his real Brad, his real name is Danny Lakey. It's a job. <laughs> I have absolutely no emotional connection to it. I, I, I know. I go in. I have an objective to meet. I'm being paid to do it, which is also what the massage girls say. Brad, <laughs> being paid to go the full hog. Yep. He's going in there, and so then they had like a little script that they had to do. And you have to go, you, how's this? So, Grant, when you're doing this, right, this, there's a lot of tips in this story. You've just got to have a casual tone without coming across like an agent. Oh, okay. So you've got to yeah. not appear <laughs> very... Casually ask for a wristy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't appear policey. Right, gotcha. <laughs> Try and hide the boom mic. <laughs> if, you're taking a, if you're taking a sound guy, make him dress as a pot plant. <laughs> So a couple of weeks ago, an offhand comment I made on the show about a useless <laughs> secret skill I have where I have a pretty solid knowledge of like mid-2000s Australian Idol performances and I'm talking like a Matt Corby, Stan yeah. Walker. Good era. A, a great era. And it has sparked some serious discussion both 
online and here on the show about useless skills. Yeah. Now, are you going to demonstrate it? Because you claim that you could name all of the songs that Stan Walker did well, on not Australian all. Idol. I just said I remember them all. Oh, okay. okay. That's different. So you yeah, think you remember seeing his wow. performances? I just remember the good ones. And oh. I have a dis- and I know all the vocal runs have, and everything. You know what? You're right. They are these useless. So we <laughs> Exactly. Let's give it a try. I don't think, well, I, I don't know how to give it a try. <laughs> no, no, not that. He means he's trying to move a song, but he doesn't know how to do segues. That's not one of his skills. <laughs> no, I wanted to see her name be... some of his performances. Well, he did the he climb, and the best part is when he does, he does two key changes in there, and it's beautiful. He did a bit of Hallelujah because he's, you know, a Jesus fan. Yeah, I felt it. the spirit move. Did you? Yeah. Did that's two, two of his performances. All right, move on from my <laughs> yeah, I, I, I reckon it's hit the criteria. Wow, you'd be a riot at a barbecue <laughs> with those skills. Shut up. <laughs> and you give us a call at 131060 if you too have a useless skill. Uh, I don't think you're going to beat my useless skill, but hey, that's fine. No. we got quite a few interesting ones on um, Instagram. Someone said their useless skill is wrapping leftovers in aluminium foil-shaped swans. So, oh, that's, that's a great idea. idea. It's a little steak swan. I'm down with that. Um, someone else said doing cartwheels and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. At the same time. They're eight oh. years old. Wow. But they spell like, cartwheels with a K. <laughs> I, I can tie a lolly snake into a knot with my tongue while in my mouth. Yeah. That's a useful skill. Always okay. wanted to do I'm gonna, that. I'm going to DM that person. I love that. Yeah. Renee's on the line from Para. Morning, Renee. Good morning, guys. What's your useless skill? Uh, I can stand on my head for a really long time. Oh, how long are we talking? <laughs> well, the most I've ever got to is about five minutes because it gets what? really boring after a minute, after a little while. Don't your head? Doesn't your blood all goes to your head? Don't you just get dizzy no. and fall over? No, I haven't yet. Are you a yogi? No. You should try <laughs> no, doing yoga. Go do yoga. You'd be that <laughs> far queen. from it. <laughs> Good on you, Renee. Okay, that's that's interesting. All right, so. Uh, Grant, uh, well, actually, no, let's go to Brian. Yeah. Is Brian in Tamaramid. Brian. Yo. Use the <laughs> skill, brother. What can you do? I can have the barbecue chicken in seven minutes. <laughs> Eat a whole chook a in seven one. minutes. A whole chook. <laughs> With the stuffing? <laughs> yep. <sighs> Doesn't it get dry? It gets so dry, yeah. Brian. How do you keep it lubed up? Now, man, with all the juices in the bottom of that plastic bag. Oh, so bag juice. <laughs> you get to the breast bit, which is the driest part, and you just push oh. it into the juices that accumulate at the bottom of the bag. Yeah, totally. totally. How did you we discover got, we got to you get, could do this, Yeah, how did you work that out? Um, one night at the gym, I came home. I'm like, can't you bother cooking chicken? Dinner, so grabbed the chicken and just ate it. My flat mate just looked at me and went, what? What, 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 what the hell was that? Mate, bro, you're a weapon. Can you do a – I'd love you to do a video of that and then we could time-lapse it for our socials because that is a genuine <laughs> skill. Well played. Well, well played. Now, Grant, you've been saying uh, off-air, what is your useless skill? My favourite game to do with my wife is when we watch television is I can pick every voiceover who's doing it. So it might be a TV commercial and I'll go, oh, right. that's – that, that's Damien Walsh howling doing that. Or, yeah, if it's an animated film, I'll go, oh, yeah, sure. That, that's, that's James Seth, L. Jones. Seth Rogen. All right, well, let's play right now. Uh-oh. I've got two from two very, very well-known uh, films. Do yep. I, MC? Got, you know what? We'll give him three. We'll start with an easy one. Just I'm to, just pretty okay. good at this, so that you better pick well. All right, this is an easy one. You should know this. There's a snake in my boot. Tim, Tim Allen. I oh, know. I mean, the other guy. Uh, oh, my God. The guy from Will, <laughs> with Wilson and the ball and Castaway. Tom Hanks. Boom. That's a yes. No, but you got it wrong the first time. Didn't you? I give it to him. Uh, he okay, knew right. he was wrong right. straight away. All right. Next up. Yep. Is this 
Lightning McQueen, the world's fastest racing machine. Is this Harv, the world's greatest agent? And it is such an yeah. honor to be your agent. It almost hurts me to take 10% of you winning. All right, all right, all right. No, no, so you, that was Lightning McQueen, yep. who is... Yeah, the guy, the guy with the funny nose. Uh, Owen Wilson. Well done. And the agent is also someone very oh, famous. Oh, 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 Ari Gold. Uh, what's Ari Gold's real name? No, no that's Jeremy Piven. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's um, Jeremy Clarkson, who's British, and oh. Jeremy Piven's American. <laughs> but if you watch the movie, no, 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 his agent is is Jeremy Piven. The voice we heard. Yep. Uh, you right. just yeah. got the title then, wrong. Let's, I've let's never seen listen Greg to it. Listen, so listen angry. and tell me, is this Jeremy Piven? Is this Lightning McQueen, the world's fastest racing machine? Is this no, right, the world's greatest agent? <laughs> and it is such an honour to be your agent. It almost hurts me to take 10% of you winning. That's not the first film, though. So I would thought you were talking about oh the agent from the first God. film. You so that the is, voice that's Jeremy Clarkson. Maybe the audio. Okay. We're not saying... Pick the cast. We're well, saying. Tell me from to... which cars movie no, it is. No, so I know why which I agent know. it is. We why play the audio, you and you tell from the audio who it is. That's your secret trick. Well, you Not said remember. from cars. No, right. no. cars is no, cars no, one. That's, that's Jeremy Piven. No, no, wrong. Do we play you're the third grab or move your on? Your secret talent isn't remembering the Get cars the title from of the movie IMDb. Right. It's saying I can hear a voice. Say and cars I know three. It doesn't matter what the name is. You're saying you can pick the voice. Yeah, Are you the s- voice. You can't trick me. It's your skill. <laughs> Do we do a third or we go to the ads? <laughs> nah, man, we just break up and move on. <laughs> Piss off. Today FM. Miss any of Today FM Breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen. 104.1. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Today FM. I think I need to make a confession, guys. Ooh, these um, are my confessions. You're welcome. I. That's beautiful. I really enjoyed that. I'm normally a bit of a clean living dude. Um, just a bit of a guy smiley who just enjoys himself on television, does his work, goes home. Good boy. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yesterday, I broke into a place. Oh. What do you mean? A bad boy. Oh, well, uh, I was walking through Darling Harbour and the Sydney International Boat Show is on. And you know oh, that yeah, it is. I like to um, to look at the boat apps um, yeah. and dream because yeah. that's all it is. Yeah. And the Sydney Boat Show is a great reminder of how poor you are. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, I'm a little boy. So, yeah. And I like machines with engines. Yeah. So the boat show closed at 7 o'clock yeah. and I arrived at 7.02. <laughs> oh, no. So um, this was my only chance to go and have a look at the uh, boats. So what I did is security guard was looking that way. I slipped around behind him the other way. Are you serious? And broke into the boat show. Uh, it, hang on, hang on. There's two parts to the boat show. There's the boats that are actually in Darling Harbour and then there's the boats in the convention centre I in was, the big halls. I was the Darling Harbour, so walking on all the pontoons that are being yeah, laid Yeah, on the out, pontoons. Where, where all the boats are. <laughs> so there are no crowds, no one's there. I'm the only one. I had the whole boat show to myself, and every time a security guard would kind of walk along, I would hide behind a bollard until he went past. <laughs> Are you serious? And then I'd pop back out and continue to you look. You badass mofo. I jumped on some massive boats and just had a good look around. I sat at the helm. I, I turned a few steering wheels. <laughs> I was the only one at the boat show. That is like when you're a kid and you dream of being locked in Toys R Us overnight. Or a theme park. Yeah, and having it all to yourself. That, that was me last night. Well done, Dad. Do you feel, do you feel like alive? I feel nervous. Naughty, and I'm going to buy a leather jacket and a Harley Davidson today, guys, because there's a new me. Don't, don't buy one, just steal a Harley. That's your go now. <laughs> Time for Case of the X. We get an ex couple back together. 
Uh, five questions, Grant. $100 each if they can match. Up to $1,000 up for grabs. We've had as much as 800 and as little as 100 <laughs> So this could go anyway. And to do it, today we're joined by high school sweethearts. Luke and Sarah dated in high school. It didn't, it didn't quite work out, but they're still mates and they're with us today. Hi, Sarah. Hey, guys. How you going? Hello, Luke. Hey, mate. How are you? Yeah, very, very well. Thank you so much for joining us. All right, so what we've done here... So there's Sarah's answers. So, Luke, you are trying to... Well, no, you're going to answer honestly and hope that the answers match up. Okay, you ready to play? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Right. Is, that the mo- is that about as excited as you He's a no-nonsense guy, and I like it. <laughs> I think we know why the relationship ended. You don't care about anything. Love to chat. Okay, All right, excellent so we, work. We asked Sarah some questions, and I'll ask it to you now. Let's see if your answers match for the money. Okay, here we go, Luke. What's the biggest lie you told in school? Um... I don't know, probably more along the lines of um, I was faithful. <laughs> okay. So the answer Luke's given is I was faithful. Sarah, um, your instant reaction. Before we, hear, before, we hear your, uh, before we hear your answer, your reaction to that? Is wow. I think I feel like we've all learned something. This Here is the we go. First time you're wow. hearing of this? It is, actually. I don't know if we'll be friends after this segment. Let's, uh, let's hear your answer. Daddy had two cars. Yeah, two cars, oh. Lukey. Okay. Did you say? Did you say that you had two cars? Uh, probably, but it was more I had a bike and a car. Okay, I had a bike. <laughs> it's a technicality. <laughs> so hard to keep all the lies keep going. Well, no, that was true. I had a bike and a car. I oh, had a bike and a car. All right, technicalities, guys. We need some money here. All right, who do you think was the hottest teacher at your school? Oh, I don't know. Probably one of the PE teachers. Uh, now, I mean, that's a classic. That is a. Cl- <laughs> One of the PE teachers. There's always the PE teacher. This is what Sarah said. None, they're all ugly and old. Oh, no. We've got none so far. It's not going well. (laughs) I I want to have another question. Luke, were you on with one of the PE teachers? Mm -hmm. I would rather not answer that. Okay. Get on the back of my motorbike or the back seat of my car because i got two. (laughs) Luke is amazing. Question four. All right, you got lots of tattoos. What tattoo did you get first? Probably a cross on my forearm. That representing anything? Did that represent anything in particular? Um, Sarah, actually. Oh, your first tattoo was for Sarah. Yeah. How does a cross represent Sarah? Uh, she was the hope. Oh, the hope nice. Beautiful. The hope oh. of a brighter future. Luke, you're a little heartwarming now. All right. Uh, a cross that represented hope. Sarah has stepped away from the microphone. So let's just see what the answer Sarah gave was. It was some Thor emblem or something. Oh, yeah, that's the cross. Sarah, he got it, it the, for you. But it's the cross is the Thor emblem. Oh, the cross is the Thor emblem. All right, well, we'll get, some, we'll get the judges from Marvel. We'll get Stan Lee. We'll let's zoom him. Um, Stan's dead, actually. Dig him up, no, bring him in. That's why and, I said yeah. he was ex- being zoomed. Oh, we'll get John Edward here to cross over. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, he got a tattoo for you and you don't even remember that? What are you doing? Well, he didn't specify that it was for me back then. So. Oh, I think oh, Got a reputation tough. to upload, so I couldn't tell <laughs> yeah, 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 the PE teacher true. would have been furious. Okay, right, so. Maths teacher question. would have been more. A math teacher as well. He's carving up the town. No, All right, what, what body part is your best asset, Luke? Oh, I don't know. Probably my arms. You do have enormous arms. Um, the desk is croning under the weight of them at the moment. You're a very, very, very strong man. Let's okay, find out arms. what Sarah said. His eyes. Oh, oh boy. Oh, no. Oh, boy. It proves that uh, time and distance has not been your friend in this competition because so far we haven't been able to connect our answers unless the adjudicators are going to give it to us for number four for the tattoo. We're looking, MC. Getting shakes of the heads and a no. Oh, oh so no! This is, no. <laughs> this is our first 
In all of them are incorrect. Um, so at this point, I'd like to say, um, Sarah, this is Luke. Luke, this is Sarah. Um, <laughs> you guys might like to go out. Don't worry, guys. We will sort you out with something because it is. We really do appreciate you coming sports. in there. You're being great sports, guys. Thanks for coming in and having fun with us today. Thank all right. Australia's biggest party returns this November. Let's go! Today FM's R&B Fridays Live 2019. Set your alarms next Friday, 7:30 a.m. Reveal our biggest lineup yet. We're back live in 2019. We're back here. So tell me, are you ready for R&B? Igniting Giant Stadium, Saturday, November 16th. When you wish upon a star. Ooh, I'm so ready. R&B. Make some noise. Friday's live. Oh, oh, man. Song. Anyone got chills? I am all about that. This is so exciting. We are announcing the full R&B Fridays Live 2019 lineup next Friday, 7:30 a.m. And you know me, you know me, guys. I'm You're not the host, of, mate. You're well, the host of well, R&B Fridays Live. It does not happen without you, obviously. But I would never be one of those people that like teases and says, oh, it's really great if it's not going to be Which great. Which is the I would, radio thing yeah, to do. I would never say this is the best lineup we've ever had if it really wasn't the best lineup we've ever had. Ooh. It is far and it is unbelievable, the people that will hit this stage. So bigger than some of the names that have graced Absolutely. the R&B Fridays. Are you and they've serious? been some mega stars. People are going to be yelling at their radios going, how the hell have they pulled that off? Oh, this is good. It's, it's just, real good. Just the vision of 50,000 people just bouncing in a stadium, mm. just a, a collective unit. Australia's and really good catering backstage, just Actually, quietly. Actually, yeah, the food's <laughs> pretty good. Oh, my Lord. Australia's biggest party. It's returning Saturday, November 16 at Giant Stadium. All the deets, by the way, rmbfridayslive.com. But all you need to know is the full lineup for RMB Fridays Live 2019 revealed 7.30 a.m. Friday, August Nine, uh, or it just could be the next song they've chosen for us to play. Yeah, I mean, it is know. Friday. Who knows? <laughs> we are talking about everyday heroes, and if you have been in a situation where a stranger, someone you didn't know, came to your rescue, we would love to hear from you on thirteen ten sixty. Because yesterday, I was involved in a minor car accident. You, you what? I was. I was. I'll, I'll give you all the details, but uh, a hero emerged in this situation. I did not know him. But when he did what he did, I thought, oh, my gosh, may he mm. get all the karma in the world. He was my everyday hero. I'll tell you what he did next. But 131060, if it's happened to you, if you've got a hero, someone that emerged from the dust to save your day. Maybe they, you fell over and they just picked you up. Stranger yeah. you've never seen before. Helped you to your feet. Maybe you were the hero. Maybe you, Look, you can gloat. That's fine. We'll take yeah. that as well. I was driving along yesterday and I entered a roundabout and luckily, I'm a slow driver. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I enter the roundabout, and I can see that there is a car that is not stopping and is about to enter the roundabout on my left and hit me. And you're on the roundabout. And I'm in the roundabout already. Not a good feeling. No. So happened. I 
whack on the brakes, beep the horn, and this guy just, I, it's like you, ha- you watch it happen in slow motion. Yeah, it slows bangs down, doesn't it? Yeah. Straight into me, and it was oh, so loud. No. And I'm automatically, classic Lundo, the first thing I think about is, oh, this is going to be so awkward. I don't want an awkward situation. I feel so sorry for him. He's hit me. For him? I know. What? He entered the roundabout. You've got to give way to your right, bro. I know. So I pull the car over, and he pulls out behind me, and I walk. Okay. Are you okay, mate? He's like, yes. The, the light was in my, the sun was in my eyes. That's mm, all right. On his phone. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was in my initial thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, now, do I? How do I like have the conversation with him so that he admits it's his fault? And then he goes, I'm so sorry about that. I'm with NRMA, and I was like, cool, we good here. So we're swapping our details. I've got a big scratch on my car. He's got a big scratch on <sighs> what his. A hassle. And then I realise oh. that there's this man standing behind me, and I'm thinking. Oh gosh, what's he want? And we're parked over a driveway. And I said, turned to him. I said, "Sorry, we parked over your driveway." He said, "No, no, no, no." And then he comes in just to me, and then whispers in my ear, "I've got a whip. I've got a dash cam." Oh He's yes, yes. Take that insurance company. So he'd written his number down on a piece of paper and whispered just to me because he knew that you know it was not my fault. And I looked at him, I said, you are a legend. Yes. It was after that that this guy made it very clear it was his fault. It's okay. We don't. And then I drove off and, you know, when I parked, I sent this guy a text. I said, mate, you are a hero. He if is. we need the footage, I'll let you know, but may you get good car. That's hot. Man. I don't want to right? cast any dispersions on you or doubt your story at all, but... When you realised the accident was about to happen, did you at all close your eyes and just let the universe do the driving? Because <laughs> no. you're you're pretty ethereal. I am. But I was I was very aware and you know, it like I had said, it happened in slow motion. But this guy, his name is Ben, everyday hero. He could have just On kept driving bed. his car and said stuff him. But he knew that it would be helpful to stop. Yeah, he's and done really these well. Details. He's done. He's done really well. He's an everyday hero. Who he else? Is. Are there any every other everyday heroes out there? Yeah, yeah. Andrew from Bondi. You, Hi, guys. How are you? Are you an everyday hero or did you have a hero help you? I had a hero and unfortunately I, I don't even know who they are. Um, <sighs> I was doing a mountain biking race and uh, my tyre popped. And I'm not sure who's familiar with this, but you usually carry one spare. And I, I tried yeah. to use that, but then I, I broke the second one as well. Oh, and I'm halfway through the race. I've you know, got an hour's walk to get back to the start-finish line and I had nothing. Um, and, you know, 10 people went past and then maybe another 50 went past and oh. finally some, some random person stops and, and helps me out, um, oh. fixes me up and, and slows his race time down. And, oh, and gave you a tire. Oh, oh. 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 legend. I love the world. I love humanity. Yeah, what a guy. Brittany in Homebush. Brittany, you had a here and everyday here. help you. Yeah, I did. Um, so I was in a um, pretty serious car rollover a few years ago and um, we had our car rollover, we rolled six times and it was right outside of a cattle station um, and about eight cowboys came and cut me out of the car and called the ambulance and sat with us. And until- cut you out of the car, Brittany. Yeah, yeah. Do you think oh, you're in a dream, God. these cowboys? Go, hey, ma'am, oh, can we amazing. help you out of this pickle? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's so good. We hear a lot of bad news in the world, so sometimes it's nice to just have a reminder that there are good people out there. Can't get enough Today FM Breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen. 104.1. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Today FM. 
drought charity started by a 10-year-old Sydney boy. Fiver for a farmer. A special initiative to help those struggling with the drought. Well, much of Australia is still unfortunately really savagely affected by drought. We heard a lot about it in the media last year and it's sort of gone quiet, but the drought hasn't gone away. Nothing's improved. It's been almost two years without rain in some parts. Now, when a 10-year-old called Jack heard about how tough life was for everybody on the land, he thought he'd do something about it. And he joins us now, the creator of a fiver for a farmer, Jack. Great to have you with us, mate. Hi, thanks for having me. How much money have you raised now? Um, $1.5 million. That is amazing. When you started this, did you like did you think, oh, I could never raise a million dollars? That's so much money. Yeah, no, I reckon I was thinking I could barely um get a thousand dollars. Oh, you definitely And what was it that you saw that went, I have to do something, I have to help? So we're at school and we're watching a BTN clip, so it's like the news explained for kids and there was a clip on the drought and I went home and I was just talking to mum and dad and my sister about it and everyone kind of looked at me like I was crazy, like, what are you talking about? And um, then I just thought, there's literally nothing about it. I knew nothing about it. No one else did. And so I started writing an email and, yeah. That's awesome. So why did you call it a fiver for a farmer? What does that mean? So the idea of a fiver for a farmer is that you come dressed as a farmer and bring in $5. Gotcha. To school? To school, yeah, or a workplace or a kindergarten. It can go anywhere. And so um, I decided to do that and we kind of were thinking of names and I I guess it kind of just came to me like we were thinking of a dollar for a farmer and stuff like that and then kind of came in. A father for a farmer was the name. That's so an alliteration. Catchy, I it's like so catchy. It. It's really good. Uh, mates, have you been, have farmers and their families been reaching out to you to say thank you for, you know, the work you've been doing? Uh, yeah, they have. A lot of them have. And I've been very lucky to go out on a farm. And yeah, so I've actually never been on a farm before we did this. Um, yeah, so it was really good to me. Well, how did it feel to be, you know, on the farms where the people have been, you know, have been struggling? What did that, what did that feel like to see it? Um, it was definitely hard to kind of see how bad it was. I didn't think it was that bad at first. Yeah. And then to see how bad it really was, was just shocking. And it's, mm. mate, when you go out there as well, not only like to the stock, like the, the sheep or the cows, they don't have anything to eat. But often the farmers are now so poor because the drought's been around for so long that they're struggling to feed themselves. Like when you open the cupboards, they've got no food in there. And that should, it shouldn't be like that in Australia, should it? Yeah, um, it's definitely hard to have no th- nothing in the cupboard because I'm so used to going home and seeing all the food in the cupboard <laughs> yeah, and have a snack for afternoon tea and yeah. eat dinner. Well, they're just strictly on certain things. They can't just eat everything like mm. we are so lucky to have and, yeah. Did it make you feel really grateful for what for everything that you have in your life? Yeah, definitely. So we were in Stanthorpe recently filming and um, we were at the hotel and... They said they were on extreme water restrictions, so we go into the shower and they've literally got a two-minute timer where you have to flip it upside down to see. Wow. Two minutes, and I, I, I think I did well. Mum mom didn't cope. She <laughs> <laughs> it's different for mum. It's a quiet time in the shower. Now, to find out more and to donate, all you got to do is visit a fiverforafarmer.com. Uh, dot au uh, Jack mate you're a, you're an absolute legend you make me feel better about the future of this world by some of the inspiring work that you have done 
absolutely incredible. Well done to you. Thank you. And not many people can pull off the colour green that you're wearing, That's but true. you look killing heaven. it. Oh, like killing a model it. farmer. Oh, yeah. Thanks, mate. On you, Jack. Genius comes in lots of different shapes and sizes and forms, but I think I particularly like the kind of genius where you save money. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you found mm. some kind of hack. To get something for free or at least to save a buck or two. Tight ass hack. A tight ass hack. So I kind of want to know, 131060, what's your tight ass hack? Mm. How have you rorted the system to get something for free or at least for cheap? Because I was at a service station just yesterday and saw the most incredible thing ever. A woman don't got something for do. free and I'll reveal what she did I want to do that. We got, we got a cafes and order one tea and then just use the same tea bag for both of us. That's oh a great tight-ass hack. You're welcome. What's no, yours? If you've got one, and this is the ultimate tight-ass hack, call a radio station, tell them a story, and get free tickets to Chicago. Perfect. Like, that's the ultimate <laughs> tight-ass hack. Save 100 bucks. How do you rot the system, 131060? We've all got dem bills coming out our ears. Uh, life is expensive, y'all. Uh, so how do you find your way around it to save a dollar or two. You What's saw, a trick? You saw an amazing one at the server yesterday. What happened? One of the greatest tight ass hacks I've seen in a long time. What's it cost to get your car washed, right? Oh, like 15 bucks? More. If you do like your, the one you more. do yourself with the brush, oh, yeah. that it's might like, be 15, but yeah. if you, it could All be 20, coins, 25 if you get someone to clean more, it for 50 you. 50 bucks, one of those crystal Holy car moly. washes. Way too expensive. You can't be doing that every week. I saw a woman pull up to a service station. You know the squeegees you clean the windscreen with? Yeah, yeah. for windscreens. She did the whole car, bro. What a So good. Just yeah. door panel one, door panel two, did the boot, did the bonnet. How long did it take her? <laughs> it took her about 15 minutes. That's very Still. good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's free, dusty. though. That's free right there. Drove off right with there. a clean, sparkling car. Yeah. Not a cent. Legend. Well done. Free Real car wash. Belinda yeah. in South Hurstville got a first timer with a sweet, tight-ass hack. What is it, Belinda? I've got my son who plays online gaming. Um, and a lot of the deals that require a certain phone promotion to purchase products within the game, um, he actually goes to the local shopping centres, logs into the latest phone to get the deal for free. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't get it. What do you mean? Like he plays Fortnite. No, I so get it, uses, but how does he... He goes to phone shops and log in, yeah. logs into other phones. Logs into the other phone as part of the promotion to get the deal for free. Wow, just gets that's the code and then leaves the shop. Clever. That's you know very, it would be very even clever. It would be for her son to just kick a footy in the park. Yeah, yeah don't be like that. that free. No, I'm saying it's free. Fortnite that kid's going to work for Cambridge kid, Analytica in the future. Won millions sure. this week from Fortnite. Yeah, six yeah. million or something. Are you serious? Deadly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to start having kids. Fortnite <laughs> World Championship. Yeah. <laughs> Jason from Campbelltown, what's your tight ass hack? Hey, guys. Um, so one day I found out that Opal cards can actually go negative, and I was travelling from. Uh, Cronulla to Campbelltown every day uh, until I got my license. But on the Opal cards, if you buy a $10 Opal card, a new one every day, it goes negative. So you're only spending $10 instead of 100 <laughs> for the week. That is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> does that. Hang on. I, does that still work? Daddy, we're going to have to test that. That's an incredible. Oh, it, does. it does. 100%. That it, makes perfect I, sense, Jason. Jason, you're a genius. You card every day going oh my negative. God. That loop and hasn't been closed. That is magnificent. Oh bad for the environment, using a new Opal card every day. Don't be bro, like that. Bro, we're that, saving that it's called tight ass hacks, not save the environment this segment. Oh God. Uh, Shaz is up next. Another first timer. Welcome to the show, wow. Shaz. What was your tight ass hack? Thanks. Thanks, guys. Um, so I made my own wedding cake and saved my hundreds of dollars. I oh. went to Woolworths. I got a couple of those 
yummy caramel mud cakes for five dollars. Stack them all up, covered in fondant, and a few decorations. Who <laughs> would know the difference, Jazz? Sorry? Who would know the difference? Exactly, exactly. And now I'm making them for, for friends now. I made a little business out of it. Oh, oh you're a legend. Shaz, you're a genius. Love Shaz. You're a genius, Shaz. You're a titan of tight assness. I mean, it doesn't sound healthy to make all those cakes. <laughs> Mate, special occasions. I'm you're, joking. You're allowed a cheat meal when it's your wedding. <laughs> Jim, welcome. It's your first time on air. G'day, guys. Uh, Calling from the yeah, northern bye. beaches, bro. Watch your tight ass hack. Well, uh, I travel a lot for work, and a lot of the hotels don't have stovetops or anything like that. So um, I go down to the shops, buy some uh, pasta and some pesto, and cook it in the kettle. Okay. No. Now, no. Okay. Okay, Jimbo. No. We no. Had, now, hang on. We had heard rumours of this, because Grant and I spent a lot of time in hotels as well, and we both, we argue about whether or not people use the kettle for other things apart from tea, and Jimbo, you have confirmed it. Can Do you do the double? Do you also wash your undies in there? No, I don't, but I do also put some broccoli in as well, but I clean <laughs> yeah. it out after. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not worried about the bloke that may yeah. have washed his undies in there prior to you now putting your food in there? Well, I hadn't heard of that before, so maybe I'll have right. to. <laughs> no, but if the water boils and kills all the germs... It's beautiful. That is a ripper. Jimbo, that is a ripper. Now, if you're looking for something to do over the weekend, then this Saturday, i.e. tomorrow, stores across town in between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. in Woolies are doing a Lion King Ushies swap meet. So let's just say that you've got blue Mufasa, but what you need is... Is gold meerkat. You can go in there and you can <laughs> you can swap them. That's for, fun. This is probably going to be massive. Will it be kids there I or mainly security. adults? Do you think or a mix of everyone? Oh, I think it's going to get messy. Whatever happens, I'm not going if there's not a sausage sizzle there. Because I've got to watch. How long? How long's the minute? I uh, know it's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Oh, so Lord. check your local details to see if your shops That's are doing it. it. Thank you for that. Everyone, th- that might have. That might change someone's weekend. Yeah, what, I, I, what's the I, value of a top end ushi? Well, they're the ones ten that are grand. Going there was one that was ten, there was what? one that, that advertised for ten grand. A bit of rubber that that you can't do anything with. Yeah, but I don't know if I think that was was that revealed to be a fake. I think there's been like, I think because it was a furry Lion King ushi. counterfeit ushi. Oh. But that was counterfeit, wasn't it? Did that end up being real? Who knows? With, who knows what's real and what's fake these days, Ed? Oh, you know well, I'll be down there with my uh, human centipede ushies if you want to trade with me. <laughs> <laughs> on that savoury note, guys. Oh, they go on both ends of the oh, pencil. We <laughs> <go>. <laughs> Turn the mic on. We've got to get out of here. Next week, though, is a big one. Misha Barton on the show. All from the OC and the New Hills. Mm-hmm. And one of the boys, Ed Kovalu, is a big Closet Hills fan. So uh, we look forward to putting those skills to the test when he goes one-on-one with Misha Barton. <laughs> hey, I'm out of the closet. <laughs> right now, man. 9.05. Have a great weekend. Love we'll you talk guys. to you on Monday. Bye-bye. Clever. For realising you don't have to pay $5 for great coffee, there is freshly ground coffee at 7-Eleven for just $1. Be coffee clever at 7-Eleven. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Ladies and gentlemen. Today FM Breakfast. Grant Denyer, Ed Cavalier and Ash London. Maybe it's a brand new day.